All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Daddy long that gang. And shout out to Red Light Crew. Hey, you're one of 12 listeners of the Real Life Podcast. Yeah, you know what the... To define that uh, uh, better, um, I think the key there is. I just lost my trend of thought. What's up, episode 126 of the Nation Real Life podcast? Wanye, Jay, Bagged Milk, Chalmers, we're all in the room, we're all ready to go. And that's how you walk into a podcast, Wanya. You need to intro everyone, uh-huh. you get everyone on the same page. Uh-huh. Now, when they hear voices, they'll know who's talking. You might have first time listeners. We have diehard listeners that probably know everyone. A 14th listener? There's 12 listeners. There's no more room on the boat. If you weren't here from day one, you're not here on day, what was it, 123? 126. 126. He just said it. You know what, Chalmers? <laughs> well, listen to the I intro. I was thinking about the show. <laughs> I wasn't listening to the professional intro. I know who everybody around here is. I checked out. That was nice. If I wasn't, if I wasn't in this room, I could probably picture what the room was like now. I feel Bringing bad for, people in. P- bad for people who listen to this. Why? They're like 126 episodes. You would think these guys would have their shit together 1% more than when they started. We do not. That intro was a start. I give it 1%. Yeah? Yeah. Well, to be fair, when we started, started, it was Gregor and Strudwick, and it was a pro show. Oh, yeah. Downgraded. Yeah. Well. Oh, well. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Struds, he wants to come on. Oh, no. Are we ready? I don't know. We got your M check here. He can add that level of professionalism that might... uh, Lure him, lure him Why would in. you not be ready for Jason Strudwick? The last <laughs> meetings G- Gregor and Strudwick had with me about the podcast, they came and they were like, Wanye, we quit. 
I'm like, what? And they're like, that's it. We did it. We did the first season with you. We got you started. We showed you how to do it. Blah, blah, blah. You're ready to go. You're on your own. I'm like, I am not ready for anything. And then they said, one day we'll come back on. So I hope that we're ready to receive them as a well-oiled podcasting machine. So you told, they were the laddie. Sh- they were the Steve Steos to your laddie Schmidt. Yeah. Think about that. I'm some fucking jerk who doesn't always wears underwear one day in a row. Sometimes it's two. Chalmers, whatever. Don't you? You told me that you fired him to bring in the A squad to bring in me. No, that's not true. <sighs> Son of but a imagine bitch. starting out a podcast and Gregor and Strudwick are your hosts. It's terrifying, man. I sat in on a couple of those. It was the scariest thing that ever happened. It was not good. <laughs> And like to go from zero to a thousand right off the hop. So if Streddy's coming back, I hope that we. Uh, I he think might be one of the easiest people in the world to talk to, though. He'd be. Oh, like, just having a conversation. Just having him in here would be. Uh, did I do him right? Did I do a good job while they were gone? But the they won't be able to tell you. I don't think they listen. Gregor listens. Oh, he does. He does sometimes, and he'll message me shit, and I'm like, Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> the structure police. Oh no! <laughs> How many times do I need to tell you? Yukon listens. He's like, you guys do not have your plosives. Even remotely under control. What is a plosive? and bu- Right? Is that do I do that a lot? We're doing our best. Well, that's not good enough to prose. <laughs> the Illuminati is like a shot radio. at me, but all right. No, 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 no. It's like being prose. You don't control how I talk. Yukon Jack knows not to say a plosive because he went to Yale. Nate? It's kind of like when I go to somebody's house and watch them do their own renovation. Yeah. 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 Oh, I know exactly. how he feels now. Yeah. God, he must. we must annoy him. Everybody who knows something finds everybody else annoying at the thing they know about. Of course. Yeah. Right? Is it because they think that's like, what, do you, what makes you think you can do what I do? No, it's like, I know three things really, really well and don't know everything else in the world personally. And if people are trying to do one of those three things, I'm like, <laughs> you are doing it wrong. And that's how they feel about plosives. But it's not fun to just stay in your own lane. You got to try different things. You got to try different things. That's the whole fun of Oilers Nation is you can call up Jason Greger and beg him to start a podcast for a year and a half before he says yes and then get to do it. That's the whole fun of the whole thing. That's how long it took. Oh, buddy. I must have messaged Greger two dozen times. Hmm. And I've been sweating him to go on his show for 10 years and he won't let me. Yeah, I've been I've been busting his balls on that one, too. Before the podcast, I was like, let me come talk on the show for the first time. He's like, nope. <laughs> what does he say? What does he, he just doesn't want? Nope. <laughs> That's it. Because like, I had pitched him the idea of like a nation minute where we could talk yeah. about something that was on the website or something. He's like, nope. yeah, buddy, we'll talk about it. We'll talk Never. about it. Yeah, buddy. We'll talk about it. Never. Maybe Dusty That's will your, be uh, I love your JG. Maybe. Right. I can see Dusty being open to it. We're going to divide and call, put them against each other. That's and right. They're, then they're, it's going to be who can provide the bigger favor. I'll only go on Gregor. I'm, I'm Gregor I've been on Gregor. Death. I've had the honor of being Have on you? Gregor's show. Oh, yeah, where do we go? A long twice. I think twice I've been on Gregor's show. In the beginning, you had a Gregor uh, show at the Pint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we that was did. exciting. Yeah. Was that a remote he was doing there? It was live on location. He didn't do too many shows at the Pint. No. What Too were you talking about? Or was it Nation? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. It was Nation related. One was Golf. a fundraiser thing, which I can't recall. Uh, and the other was the launch of Nation Beer 1.0. Delicious. Nation Beer 4.0 coming this fall. Maybe. When's Hopefully. a golf tournament? Oh, well, that's a nice segue into the golf tournament. Golf tournament is August 29th. We're going to be launching the sale of the golf tournament, the early bird sale, maybe by the end of this week. Just got to get our shit together, get our sponsors confirmed. That was, that was a good time last year. Uh, a really oh, good time. It is a good time. So Same place? Cougar Creek, nice. August 29th, Canadian Brew House, title sponsor. We're going to have our pre-brunch party at the Brew House, bus everyone out to Cougar Creek, then bus back to the Brew House to 
What was all the stuff that you got? There was that long table where you would get there and you would get all your stuff, but then you could buy something. What Super was it? Super tickets. Super tickets. Yeah. What were those again? So instead of that was doing a good like 5,000 raffles for you know all these good prizes we get donated by our, our sponsors, we create what's called a super ticket, which is you pay a one-time fee, which is like 50 bucks. Uh, it covers your mulligans, and it gives you an entry into all of the prizes. And oh, we'll nice. have like 30 or 40. So the, They were good prizes too. Oh, yeah. Really yeah. good prizes. Yeah, yeah. Really good. So we'll have a, we'll have a signed uh, nudes jersey as a prize. We'll have some <gasps> uh, flights. We'll have, yeah. Flights? Yep, yep. To where? Uh, anywhere in Canada. For Come two, on. For two, yeah. You hook a brother up. August 29th is hey, my anniversary. Jay. No better way to celebrate than putting that. a foursome together with your best buddies <laughs> and completely avoiding the anniversary you or re- rescheduling and making eight August Could 30th. we do the 27th? Well, the 29th is a Thursday. <laughs> oh, it is. So if you really want to have a proper anniversary, if you know what I'm saying, you might want to push it to Friday, the 30th. That's a good point. Yeah. Is it like a, is it a big one? 10. 10 year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's the ten year? What What do I got to do this year? Uh, delay the uh, <laughs> delay it for yeah, two days. Mahogany <laughs> yeah. is the tenth year gift. Mahogany, like a canoe, <laughs> like a scepter, something like that. Charles? Scepter and a canoe. I'm just I looking it up. But no, I don't have a canoe and I don't have a scepter, and I'm not getting her one. Have you even been married for ten? What years? if she loves a portage? <laughs> What's a portage? Oh, What's wait. a portage? Come you don't on, want to bask in the sask while you portage? What do you do when the river's too uh, got too many rapids to go down and you have to walk your canoe down the side of the river? What do you call it? I, I'm, I'm so lost. Is that what a portage is? Yes. When well, you walk it with your head? Essentially, yeah. like, travel oh. by canoe down a river. And but you, portage when you have to walk it. It's, yeah. it I think it's like, isn't it the it's whole the thing? It's, it's, the the it's the walking. The walking. The two people with their heads in it above yeah. their head? Yeah. Because the shit got too real and they can't put the canoe down the river. <laughs> it happens. Yeah, that sounds. Is that why the Winnipeg? Is that why the one river's called that? Uh, the Portage La Prairie or whatever. Portage you can't. You can't ride that? it. You have to walk it. <laughs> you have to walk it. Yeah. Perhaps could be. Them yeah. wild rappers out, uh, rapids out in these prairies. Need a portage. Well, I gotta so- get tin or aluminum. Tin or so aluminum Costco. foil. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Industrial roll of aluminum foil. Mm-hmm. What are golf clubs made out of? Uh Lots of money. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, some kind of forged alloy of some variety. No, oh, whatever. Okay, we'll see if I can swing something. Okay. Sounds undoable. You can do it. Buddy of mine was listening to the Coom episode, Bag Milk. Go ahead. He goes, that was the stupidest podcast I've ever heard. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, were you guys like on mushrooms or something? I'm like, no, no, everybody, no everyone's straight. He's That's like, just how he rolls. It was garbage. He was like mad. He's like, I am mad. About, I'm like, it was his birthday. I told him he could talk about whatever he wanted because everybody else is out of the office. You guys were going to trade West Edmonton Mall for the Raptors. He proposed the deal. I just, we could be celebrating an NBA championship a mall right for now. a team. I get that, but we kind of are. But I feel like that's funny content. Like, it's not every show. It's united the country. It's like, it is funny. He was so happy to be able to call all <laughs> He was like, shots. this is genius. He's like, this is great. It's my birthday. I got a lot of ideas I want to walk through. But that's just what he talks about all day. That's just yeah, what he does. Exactly. Just yeah. like hypotheticals. Yeah. Hypotheticals oh, yeah. all day long. Nonstop. <laughs> it's a wild ride and they come out at the weirdest times. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. <laughs> I will Keeps look, you on your toes. I will look back at that podcast and thousand years and go wasn't that coom a card coom has some theories about 9-11 i'll tell you that oh, much. oh boy he has theories about everything frank yeah. well what do you what do you think about the raptors like it brought canada together don't you think yeah oh yeah so we don't we can have west Edmonton Mall and the raptors oh sure well that was pre uh pre championship so, yeah i i got behind the raptors eventually but like i struggled cheering for toronto anything yeah it was cool though to see all those Jurassic parks all across the country that's cool 
They're like yeah. four thousand people in Regina at the football. Stadium. I like I li- and I like when Rod Black when anyone nailed a three, he'd be like from Tuck 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 yeah, from Edmonton, yeah, from mm-hmm. Edmonton. I'm oh like, okay. shit! So he, he was working the angles. Uh, that, that's not Rod Black. That's Matt Devlin. Oh. <laughs> Rod, Rod Black's got to get his cause... stash back, hey? I, Rod Black has got a very I'm, long I'm, upper I'm, lip. Why don't you go well, what Rod, is Rod Black? Black you never, never go, go back. back. Okay. Well, does he do that? Uh, Rod Black does some CFL, but I believe uh, our he very own. He, he was on the, the panels. panels. Yeah, yeah, he would yeah. be on the panels, but he yeah. does a lot of CFL. He's doing less CFL now, though, because our good friend Dustin Nielsen is doing national oh, CFL yes, games this season. But, Big um, deal, Nielsen. Yeah. He's but, making bank. <laughs> doing the CF, doing the Eskimos. Think about it. He's got the morning show. Yeah, yeah. He's now doing the football games. Yeah. Works with us. He's doing all right. Yeah. Sounds like he's doing great. Yeah. Shit. Hit him up. Hit him up for a quick payday loan. Yeah. He's got so you don't care about the, the basketball at all? What basketball? Oh, God. I I care to it to a degree. <laughs> like, I, I the, for the first time in my life, <laughs> what it did is it made me actually watch a basketball game in its entirety and actually feel some kind of emotion around it. Yeah, you can't watch basketball until playoffs, really. Like, when there's something on the line, then it's really good. It's kind of boring to watch the last little bit, but this was fun. It was just... It was fun. I watched Game 5 and Game 6. Like, if I lived in an American city or I was there for an extended period of time and you had to deal with people on a basketball level, I think I could get, get into it. Yeah. But it's just so far removed from life here, and, like, nobody, none of us really give a shit. If you were, like, Raptors, Raptors, I'd be like, okay, what, what, what? But no one was really like that. Like, I did, like, make sure I was home to watch the games in the finals. I came in here about, like, two weeks ago in thinking that I was going to strongly, it was the one the weekend we couldn't do the podcast. Yeah. And I was going to strongly defend Drake's action on the sidelines, like, Say how he's allowed to do anything and all this stuff. He's become indefensible at this point. Oh my Why? god! Why? Because I just I don't. When he's first of all, he's sitting up on a stage in Jurassic Park, and people are coming to watch the basketball game, yes, and be together. Mm-hmm. But they've got him on a stage on a couch, almost like it's like Trump, come that's watch every, Drake. That's watch every a celebrity game. in a nightclub ever. So right? very well, cool. He could but just be out in the crowd. Any, like, no, he could be in his going, mansion like, with his friends. It's friend. like kids like, watching other paid. kids on YouTube play with Play-Doh. Okay, so if he's paid, he's he has to be paid by okay. the Raptors so to be a great. global ambassador. Yeah. And you know in that contract, it said, like, if we're in the playoffs in round one, you have to come once. And by the time you get to the finals, he's contractually obligated to go to everything. He oh, yeah. walks off the stage and walks towards, like, I guess wherever his car is parked. And there's, like, a barricade and reporters there, like, waiting to do a scrum with him. Of course. Okay. He steps up to the mics like he just played four fucking quarters and starts going into like a rapping riff about it's nonsense. Awesome, he's repping his city. I understand. Is it, is I find it, it funny that I'm the one that's doing this because I love him. Cryptic. I love him very oh, much. Man. He's but a he's just distraction. There's cringeworthy moments. Sure. Chips and dip was a cringeworthy moment. He's a rapper though. He writes raps about but that kind of shit. Like, well, and he but, was rolling on something hard yeah, too. To and he's writing two new songs. But when he's like saying, "We created this. We created this. Like we did this," and he just it's that's just, how fans talk. Seems, he's talking about the culture. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Wow. Six and six. Find yourself. Having to hey, defend poetic. yourself being six anti Drake. I know. It's crazy. This is such a weird turn. Six and six, and he drops a t shirt so and he sells 100,000 units. Yeah, Chips I, and dip. I have no, like, nothing against awesome. what he's done for the game. Their merchandise sales, I saw a stat on it. It is the best in the NBA right now. 
right? Oh, for sure. Because he's made it cool. Yes. You know, he's part of a team. He's the new Spike Lee. I'm surprised. Part of his deal with the Raptors is the practice facility is named OVO Athletic Center. Yes. So when Drake's talking we, he's like literally one of the title sponsors (laughs) of the team. I know. I know. But when he's talking I say we. I wish it was skinny Drake. That's what I cared about. I just wish he... But then he's like on the stage with the players like after the game at a nightclub or whatever. He had a a stall in the dressing room. I know, but he's like on... He's like... It's too it's too much part of the team. Make it more about the, the guys, right? If like, the players didn't like it, then he wouldn't be there. There's probably players that don't like it. Uh they pretty much view him as their mascot, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The opposing team show him respect yeah. like after the game. Well, games. he's FaceTiming Steph Curry as Steph Curry's leaving the the building. There's a video of him uh. FaceTiming Drake and they're just like, Oh, you know what I hear? Man, I love you. He you know cooked, I, he went out for dinner with Draymond. Like they're all friends. I hear a hate I hear a Drake hater. I love don't can start with I, I like Drake. Some of the stuff was cringeworthy, but I totally respect what weeks, he's done for the team. For two weeks before, I'd say like three days ago, you have to admit on our groups that we talk about. You, this, yeah, everyone I was shitting on him, and you're always defending. Him. defending him, yeah, that, no, like, he can do this. He, it's just fucking too much. It's almost like I don't know. Brett Hall, what did you do? Why are you getting <laughs> now, to stand up and talk about everything? We went blues. When he, yeah, we went blues. I got, I got. Before we go down that, that box, because that's a chat. I've got a beef with the Raptors, and it's as a as a, a true a true northerner in the northernmost like city over a million people almost in the world, being an Edmontonian. I struggle with them taking the moniker "We the North" when they are actually, in fact, not the most northernmost team in the NBA. Chalmers, did you know this? They are not the most northern team in the NBA. Minnesota? No. See, no, not Seattle. No. Well, it would make sense. Of like, Holy shit. No. That, that, is it somewhere far that, east? No. Well, so I don't have actual... So I have fact, but maybe Minneapolis could be further no. north. No. But Portland, Oregon is. Oh, so Sacramento. No, Sacramento. Sacramento is in California. Yeah, isn't it yeah, yeah California? Point Pelee, whoa, whoa, whoa. Ontario is in the same latitude as Mid- Sacramento. Yeah. Oh. But... Portland, Oregon is further north than Toronto. So how is Minnesota? So just, just, just as a true northerner. Yes. I just struggle with the like we the north. I just I get it. They are the only Canadian. I think that's team. getting a little too geographical. I think they just mean yeah. We I are like north. I do. We are Canada. I, 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 I do. Well, it's a cool saying. Bag milk. I, I like it that they're like, hey, we're the Toronto Raptors, and we've got these slay these slaying sayings online. Everything's popping, and we won the championship. And then Jay's like, what did that? Geographically speaking, <laughs> do you think put Portland goes north. on a run next year? They'll make well, a hashtag. We actually the north. Well, so Carmen well, Sandy. So they sent out a tweet. Yeah, they sent out a tweet like, the last year or the year before. They're like, "Are you really?" And then kind of like sent like their coordinates. They like, should have been more about that. That would have been funny if they played in the playoffs. Then yeah, they, they should be like <laughs> we the norther or something just to to troll Toronto. What about the uh, the celebration afterward? Did you watch any of it? I thought it was hilarious. Oh yeah, that was fine. Seems like it been a great time. Yeah, I had no. Yeah, no, I thought I. Yeah, I thought looked like great. an Olympic ski team had just won gold in Lillehammer. Everyone's got goggles. Oh on. yeah, that's like the baseball model. Yeah, yeah don't goggles. you think they like it's more economical to maybe buy everybody like swimming goggles instead of like that doesn't look as cool. Yeah, though, man. I guess you just don't. But make or does it? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> you just won the NBA championship. Like ah, uh-uh, this is where we cut costs. <laughs> I respect <laughs> swimming <laughs> goggles for okay, everyone. Maybe not economical, but just they look. They're huge. They look ridiculous. I respect. They get the scuba ones with the nose, like and then the, the people could breathe too. Because he's anti Nike at the moment. Is he? He's suing them. Is he? It's he he designed his own logo, and they stole it from. Him. They trademarked it. Did you no. know? No. Yeah, really? Claw. Yeah. The claw over the basketball. Are you serious? Yeah. He's a new. He's sponsored by New Balance. Did you know that? 
Like I wish he was out there everywhere. rocking some dad, dad <laughs> yeah, kicks. Dad, dad's everywhere. You know, if he walked down the street and those like white ones, that old grass stained ones, that would be sweet. Yeah, Bring barbecuing everywhere. I was talking with somebody about the other day how all this stuff's coming back. Like New Balance is super popular right now. Champion sweats. Oh yeah. Do you remember those? Champion anything. They are expensive now. Like so, the remember like the big brand logo tees and sweaters. That's yeah. all back now. Oh yeah. There's there's uh like a young girl that lives down the street that's kind of helps out with our hockey team because her son's on the team. Mm-hmm. She rocks full Fila gear. Like Fila, like, yeah. Fila's Fila, back. Fila white shoes. I just was like, oh my the, god, the stuff that I had back in the day. We kept it. Exactly. You you'd be so styling, and it's it's funny. Like fashion does run in cycles, and what you know, styles come back into into the limelight. But I think we're gonna see a lot of varnay on the skiel this year. Ooh, yeah. The thing, my biggest beef is the fact that dad shoes are relevant. You're seeing like, you know, these younger people dress so well, and then they've got a pair of dad shoes on. <laughs> younger people. Younger people. Younger people. This guy. Well, I'm trying to be political. What's a dad shoe? He's like, not what are we on the lawn about? yelling at a like, cloud yet, like, but he's like, like looking out like the window. Like original New Balance runners. Uh, those no, are, those yeah. are slick. Those are Chuck. He's got like the white. Yeah, like dad Under shoes Armors. are coming up. Like Yeezy like is coming up with souls. a dad shoe. Keep talking. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, there was some producing going on. While Big souls. I think that's what you're thinking. Talking. Like skate and, shoes? And they're, and they're like frumpy. No, not like skate shoes. I wear skate shoes. No, yeah. Skate shoes. Well, skate shoes look like skate shoes. Skate shoes we'll tweet out style. a couple pairs because I, I can. There's a scene in a, J, a Ryan Gosling movie with Steve Carell. I don't know what the movie's <laughs> called, but I saw a gif of it the other day relating to this where he like says, what happened to your feet? He's like, oh, these are my New Balance SO7s. And he goes, can I see them? And he throws them in the water. It's pretty. Yeah, those are. We'll. Uh, well, you should tweet a picture of those. Yeah, it, they're just those they're just gross sweet. and. Clunky. Anyways, look at these. Yeah, look it's just kind of weird how they're becoming so popular. Yeah, those got wide soles on them. Yeah, those are just gross. Like, those thick boys. But can we like thick boys? It's like a dad that wears like a Bass Pro Shops hat now. Is that like? But that's like the thing so, though. So the kids like are wearing Bass, bass Pro Shops is the new like, Von Dutch. But it's set for like that's twelve true. to six. Yes, when a dad used to wear Von Dutch. Yeah, that was not that's good. That's what I'm saying. Now you can buy my gas station. True religion jeans. <laughs> yeah. I'm a bugle boy, but man. Bejeweled myself. jeans. Yeah. I love oh, it. Yeah. You see like a 50-year-old divorce guy walking around the bars and he's like in bejeweled jeans. And he's like, I still have this under control. In 1993, the last time I was single, I used to get it done. <laughs> oh, yeah. But you know, Wanya, that's, it's just a good look though, you know? I mean, what do you want them to put on like tight pants like JR wears? <laughs> like, maybe with, you want them tight. Maybe you want them custom. Maybe you want something. elastics around the bottom. Maybe a suit. Maybe you want a suit. Oh, shit. That's a custom suit from our friends at Indochino. (laughs) (laughs) Gotcha, Thomas. Got him. Whether you want to keep them tight, you want them a little bit loose, our friends at Indochino are going to help you out with that. What you need to do is you need to head on into any of their showrooms or go online. Get yourself measured up. Store those babies in the website for the next time you need a suit. It's wedding season. Graduation season. Maybe you wanted to dress up for Father's Day yesterday. You're a little bit late now. But you could have planned ahead. Chalmers? Did you wear a suit yesterday? Never. You should have. It's too hot. Head on over to Indochino.com. Get measured up. The way it works, pick the style. You pick what you want. You customize your suit. And then you press play. Two to three weeks later, Indochino is going to have a fresh suit at your door. Wrinkle-free, right out of the box. Have you worn yours yet? Uh, I've only worn it to model it off. Uh, I do have a wedding in August. But I'm still awaiting for my invite from someone in the you know nation community to invite me to a wedding. Awaiting for my invite? 
I'm awaiting for my invite. Waiting for my invite? You want somebody from the this nation community who's getting married program. to invite you to their wedding? I said, I'm like, now, now, that I, now that I'm wedding ready, invite me. I'll show a up. A plus one as well? Oh, if, 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 Maybe Jay's the plus one. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I'll be your date. Why not? You'd look great. Yeah, he would. That'd be kind Guys of could look great. He's got hope will never die on the inside of his jacket. Yeah. He gives good presents too. Respect. Head on over to Indochino.com. Get measured up. Get yourself a suit. And you too can look wonderful, just like Jay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unless you're wearing those poofy shoes that he showed me a little bit earlier, yeah, we'll tweet out some go. pictures of those. Yeah, they are platforms. I see you're hardly running. You're running the Birkenstocks hard these days, too. Yeah, so I uh, I traveled to Australia. I drank the Kool Aid. I saw all the cool kids wearing Burke, so I uh, I did it. That's as far as I go. You didn't embrace like the tiny shorts they wear, though. I got a few pairs. Yeah, I got a few pairs. Tiny little footy shorts. Yeah. They're little, you, they're little dingle nuts hanging out. Whole lot of thigh in those. Not a lot of rope. And I got, I got a lot of thigh. Speaking already. of dads and, and and the way dads look, did you see Brett Hall singing at the the <laughs> the uh, parade? That guy was having a good. He sang Gloria. Oh, I couldn't oh bling, my. I bling. I couldn't bring myself to watch Brett Hall after a certain point. There's that one picture of him like rubbing his nipples or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That he was having a great time. He's having a good time. He needs to have a water. I think at this point. Yeah, it's been uh, how been hungover a long is he when this company he comes is down? So hungover right now because I know how hungover I get, and I'm half his age. Uh, yeah, I guy must be in a. I can say over. one dumb thing when I'm in a in in that kind of a night and wake up in the morning and like it just eats away at me and I'm like, oh god. You like, told what? us one time you never had a vulnerable moment in your life. No, you said embarrassing. I wake up in the morning oh. and I get the guilt. Oh, Everybody gets but it. You're not you never know what you by I get it. It goes over within like you know ten minutes of when I wake up. I try to run through the night, but we're I don't do it like in front of the cameras of the world. So I'm just wondering, does he wake up in the morning and be like, <laughs> I do not want to see any of this? Or do you think he like just embraces it? And is like, like, do you think fucking Brett Hall, whatever. Do you think he has social media? No. I don't oh, know. No, he, I don't no, think he does. He might. No. He might. Brett Hall doesn't care. We, I'd see yeah, him. Yeah. His, I've looked for Brett Hall. His give a fuck meter is... Uh, I looked for he, Brett Hall. Zero. I found nothing. There's like an account on Twitter, but it's like, check out my book. Mm, yeah, one of those. Like it's it's nice to see that he was like genuinely happy the Blues won. Like yes, like, like like so like there's 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 some like coolness and adorableness to it. Yes. But yeah, like he was sitting beside he was fucking trash. <laughs> he was sitting beside Keith Kachuk, and who we Pronger. know is the fucking darling of Canadian media. Yeah, they never even showed him because Brett Hall was just on one. They were on the box. Yeah, him Pronger and Kachuk. Yeah, and I just. Yeah, I like it. I mean, if I'm a blues fan, I'm loving that. We went blues. <laughs> Pull out yeah. your GT uh, Brett Hall GT racer in his it, honor. If they he, had those back in the day, oh, oh yeah, like, what? He, Absolutely, like an actual picture of him on the side. Yeah, of it? man. Yeah, it was like it had a signature and number on. I remember the Brett Hall. Rich GT kids racer. had those. Yeah, yeah, no shit. Yeah, no, I had a garbage bag. That was my <laughs> yeah, crazy like, carpet. I liked crazy carpets. Yeah, I had a toboggan that I used to stand on like a snowboard board. It's risky. Then, yeah, and then. You crazy snow toboggan board down the hill. If the oil were in the cup finals and the boys in the bus were in the boxes just on one, I'd be so happy. Oh, yeah. I would be too, absolutely. And do you think okay, so if the oilers won, do you think that and, and do you think I mean Gretzky's a bit different, but like would Messier get up and talk at the parade? Would these guys all step back and be like, no. Hey, let the other no. let the not the oilers of right now play? No, would they? Would they take course, it over? Of course, of course. It'll be a party. Because I'm not seeing anything. It'll be a retirement party for them. 
yeah. and a cup win for us. Yeah, it, it finally kind of the only things I've seen so far of the parties are like everything that Petrangelo does that's like just amazing because he's an amazing guy. Ryan O'Reilly saying sorry after he swore. Brett Hall being super super drunk and Marchant dancing on a speaker with goggles on. Was that real or was that from an other cup run? No, that, I just, was, that was this year. That was legit. They they were in some club and like on all the screens they had like congratulations on a great season and they had confetti flying in the club. Yeah, Brad Marchand and some of the boys were living large celebrating their season that didn't end with a cup. Yeah, it's rubbed hey, a lot of weird. people the wrong way. Okay, but so that's what I mean, and I so that's the, those are the things I'm seeing. I'm not seeing like anything else. Oh, from we're seeing the team. gas, Patty Maroon, which you know, as a Edmontonian or an Oiler fan, I'm happy to see. Yeah, he's uh, he's living his best life. What's he doing? Oh, he's just he's just he's just on a bender. Also, there was uh, Anthony Maroon cruising down the street at the Cup celebration parade, mm-hmm. signing autographs. Yes. Oh wow! Did he have Heelys on? No, I wish he, he did. Cooler but he was did. cruising down the line, signing Anthony on everybody's arms. Oh my god! It was dope. Wow, was a... <laughs> awesome. That kid. Who is a, that? He's gonna be a congressman. Who is that? Ramchak showing a picture. There is Patty Maroon Pat having Maroon a good time wow. in the sun. Pat Maroon is like a not bad Dustin Penner. Oh my you know goodness I mean? gracious. They're like a similar dude. <laughs> I love Patty like Maroon and I love the it even more the fact that he looks kind of like me. <laughs> we just, <laughs> under just, the shirt. just for the record, Rumtruck just showed us a shirtless photo At a of pool Pat party Did you, of Pat Maroon. Doesn't quite look like a high-end athlete. Did you hear all the stories about like how when Pat Maroon was like a kid, he always got tormented because of his weight? And how, I think it was John Cooper coached him in like some weird league and called him Fat Pat in front of the whole team. He got like a huge complex because of it. And like for he like like issues with like his body image and shit. Because well, he's a cup water. winner now. He can do whatever well, he wants. He's a shirtless cup winner at a exactly. party in Vegas. Frank Saravalli from TSN said there are rumors that the Oilers might try to bring him back this summer. That'd be oh, nice. Oh, oh, we got something here. Well, he said that on the lowdown, the show I work for. We oh. had him on last Thursday. Interesting. And he said that he didn't get anything. It was kind of like a wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But Patrick Rune talked about how his best friends are still on the Oilers and how much he loved being here and all of that. And there is some talk that St. Louis might just be it might be a little bit too tight for him to come back there. And if something doesn't work out in St. Louis, that the door is open from Maroon's perspective to coming back up to Edmonton. So, okay. Let's not overpay for Pat Maroon. Let's talk about this for a second. What <laughs> what should we, if we sign Pat Maroon, what is the deal? I think the caveat to the whole thing is that you don't have Milan Lucic on your team. Like you can't have the two together. I don't. I think that's too much, big and slow. Well, there's the rumor I heard of. So Maroon comes here has for the half season, but in the next year has it like good. Oh yeah, twenty nine goals, twenty mm-hmm. goals. Uh, and I, I heard there was like some ego bruising because Maroon plays a Lucic style of game and is scoring at a crazy clip and wants Lucic money. And Lucic is upset at Maroon because he's taking all of his ice time. And wants Pat Maroon money? And wants Pat, Pat Maroon production. I, I heard that as well. I heard that the two of them had a bit of a riff. Um, so that might be another caveat. I was just strictly talking from a hockey perspective. Like, uh, let's say you do, you follow through with Lucic for Erickson. Then you're kind of sacrificing that big bruising bottom six winger. And you're getting Erickson, who you're hoping is more of a scoring middle six guy. So you bring in Maroon to kind of offset the loss of Milan Lucic from that grit department. It, to me, that's something I would consider, but I wouldn't give Patrick Maroon any more than $2 million a year and no more than two years on a deal. Yeah, I think two years is the magic number. I like having a rim check on the show. Yeah, that was good. I was listening to that. I was like, ooh, that's a good podcast. <laughs> and it's like a nice segment into like draft talk. Well. Because that's coming up. And Lucci's your trade point. Talk. Hold on, hold well, on. Yeah. I wasn't like dismissing your question. Mm. I was dismissing your point. I think that like 
The NHL's changing, man. It's not big and tough and slow anymore. Well, that could be an argument. How were the, the two teams that were in the final setup? Yes, there was speed, but they were also bruising teams. Well, I think what this year proved, and I think Washington proved it as well, is you can't just have the one way of doing it. You can't sit there and be like, oh, we need all these skilled, fast guys, and all oh, slow hockey is dead, tough hockey's dead. Because I think you'll end up making it to the playoffs and not very far. I think if you have that good mix during the season of big guys, I mean, when I think about the Oilers, I'm thinking of the Cassians, I suppose the Luciches, if he wasn't making so much money. Jujar Kara is a guy. Adam Larson, that mean, yeah. guys that have that mean streak who can crank it up. Like St. Louis had Ivan Barbashev. When you hear the name Ivan Barbashev, you think soft-skilled Russian, right? Yeah, that's yeah. your Russian pirate. <laughs> I think, Look out, old I think man. Of, who Captain is that guy? Barbashev is on the high sea. <laughs> Well, if, if you look who I led... I have a, a brand of shaving cream for some reason, but anyways. Barbasol. Well, that was the guy who led the playoffs in hits. Like, he's a guy who during the regular season, he only had like 80, 90 hits, I think. In the playoffs, he had like 100. Like, you need to have those guys who can almost do both, and then you need to have the blend of it. Like, Ryan O'Reilly is a guy who will go fuck you up in the corner. I think that was the first time I swore on the podcast. Nice. Well, welcome. Well um, but Ryan O'Reilly will fuck you up in the corner, and then he'll also burn you one-on-one -on -one and put one short side and give you a lead, right? Yeah. So I think it's finding that balance and the guys with the blend that you kind of need to do. I, I just don't think the NHL can be that copycat league anymore where you go, they did it big, so we're going to do it big. Yeah. I think you need to have a team that can beat both styles. It's a new version. Yeah, you need to be able to compete with speed, but you need to have the element of crazy because if there's one thing St. Louis did is they just... They hit their teams into submission. They hit, they hit, they hit. It doesn't necessarily have to mean you have to be 6'5 and 250 pounds to do it. But you've got to be willing to play that game because wearing down your opponent is ultimately one of the biggest keys to succeeding in the playoffs. And if you wear down your opponent enough, what you're going to do is you're eventually just going to make more room for your skill guys, yep. right? Like it's a bit of a cliche now in the hockey world, but it's true. Yep, 100%. Leads us up to the draft, I suppose. <laughs> Weather's well, picking eighth overall. Friday, we have a party at the brew house. Tickets available at nationgear.ca. Go get them. We're going to raise some money for some charity. Yeah. Plenty of giveaways. Flight for two from Flair. Flight for two from Flair. New Jersey. Signed New Jersey. Uh, anywhere in Canada. Mm. Um, also, uh, if any of you have been to the Lewis Estates location of the Canadian brew house, it's huge. It is. Their patio is unreal. They got like five. Um, cornhole or bags whatever whatever you want to call it quartz on this like faux grass unreal they all got a little train that cruises around too a little train everybody enjoys it nice the one that train. has like artificial turf up on the patio yeah. upstairs yeah no that well so i haven't been to the upstairs patio yet just the main floor one. Oh, and that's where the bags are it's cool one thing i want to go back to the blues for a second i think they got out partied by the caps last year oh big time yeah, like they're it's tough know, to follow. It is like they the cap. The, well, the thing about the caps is it was very well documented. Uh, so so far, all we've seen is just the the parade and a little bit of the post game. Caps just like it's like all the cameras are on. Where them, the and boys they're doing crazy shit? Yeah, where are the boys swimming in the Bellagio fountains? That's what I want to see. Yeah, get loose. They should. I can tell you if when the Oilers win a Stanley Cup, I'm finding a fountain and I'm jumping in it. Why do you think they're not partying as hard? Canadians, they probably are. Canadians party hard. The whole team's Canadian. Most of them. We're polite partiers. Yeah. We're not... Uh... We're not look-at-me partiers. Unlike Drake, he looks... <laughs> he wants to be looked at all the time. He's a Canadian. Um, maybe the Blues... That's just... what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's a contradiction. I don't get it. I'm not... Um, maybe it's just not being documented as much, right? 
maybe they aren't just doing it in the public eye because well, I mean like the capitals swimming were... in the Bellagio fountain and Ovi yeah. is so recognizable I think yeah. that like they knew like he did so much outlandish shit yeah and so you knew he was yeah, you, you knew that was going to be O'Reilly dancing captured. on a speaker at Tao isn't really that exciting no yeah Ovi's there's no memorable Ovi's blues super elite. yeah there's yeah, no yeah. memorable blues no one's noticing Vlad Tarasenko no. sitting somewhere right like whatever one of the pictures of the Raptors I saw in Vegas it was just like four guys around a blackjack table. That was great. Yeah. This is like, what a big party. This guy's probably playing like $10,000 a hand. I was oh, going to yeah. say that. Like, the there money was like that was flying them, right? through Vegas. Oh, yeah. And the money, like to have both championship teams there at the same time, I think they overlapped by like a day. The Raptors were supposed to come home for their, like their welcome. And they're just like, no, we're staying like two more days. We're not ready to come home. I heard some of them went to LA with Drake because I saw Kawhi getting on Drake's plane as well. See, Chalmers? This is what Drake does. He is a Raptor. Well, if Kawhi resigns, maybe you can attribute some of that to Drake. Well, if that's how much does he sign for? Is he like the? He's the a thirty-five max? million guy. He's a max super deal, isn't he? I don't, like, I don't think he takes – because the way it works in the NBA is the max contract is five years and a certain percentage of the cap, right? That's kind of how things work. I don't think Kawhi's taking a five-year deal right now because he's 27 years old. So if you take a five-year deal, it's going to expire when you're 32. You're already on the decline of your career probably, right, just considering his style and the injuries he's gone through. So if you go up till you're 32, you're maybe not getting another max deal. If he thinks about it right now, the best path to the finals is staying in the West with Toronto because you don't need to deal with Golden State. You don't need to deal with Houston. You don't need to deal with the new LA Lakers juggernaut. So why not take a two-year deal is my point. Two years in Toronto, maybe you win another ring. You can walk through the West again. And, I mean, I, I, I can see Kawhi taking a two-year max deal in Toronto. Well, a lot of people just think it's a given that he's gone, but I, I, eh. I don't know. With Anthony Davis just going to the Lakers? He won't go to the Lakers. No. Like, Kawhi yeah. wouldn't go to the Lakers. He, he's like all about just doing it himself I think that quiet like I don't want to be around other people I don't want to have like people not like me because I'm on a team with two other superstars and everyone on the Raptors is coming back next year with like if Kawhi comes maybe you trade like Norm Powell for cap relief but other than that Gasol's back Ibaka's back yeah, Van Vliet's back Lowry's back Siakam's back and Ananobi's back like everyone's back anyways so that was our Raptors it, rant. No, I like it because it's. I, I mean, I think everyone. I don't think anybody in Toronto would be upset if he with him if he left. I think they'd all say thank you and oh, th- give oh. him a round of applause. It's, and, it's a bad luck to like. Yeah, but it's not one of those things where they'd be like booing him when he comes back. Like I think he's uh, never yeah. buying a drink in that town again. And even if he left unceremoniously, it's not going to be, you know, devastating to them. They're not going to just be like. Do you think Oilers fans guy. would if 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 the Oilers won the Cup in '06 and Prongers left? Oh, yeah, we would still hate him. We would Come still on. hate him, yeah. Absolutely. The thing I want to go back to Kawhi Leonard, though, is can we talk real quickly about the story that came out where he just eats bags of apples? Did you see that? Apples, apples, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Where he would sit through and burn through 12 apples in a sitting. I love that shit. It's so weird. <laughs> it is, it is weird. so weird, and I love it. Uh, he's a robot. They would talk to guys he played against in like high school and stuff, and apparently he had like these weird little catchphrases. Like he'd get a rebound and he would just like yell out like "board man gets paid," and, and I like don't stuff really get like what that. that means. Like, well, you got to grab the board. He grabs the board, he gets paid. If you're grabbing boards, you're a board man, you get paid. And then New Balance was making all those shirts about him, oh. and he was wearing one today at the parade that said "board man gets paid." It was great. New Balance has been so good with him too. Like, oh, well, they're probably very thankful for him. 
seeing all that and like seeing how cool he was on the run and all the marketing that was going around with him like just makes me thirst for the Connor mcdavid led championship run like even more oh, to have like the adidas billboards and all that that would go up or like i mean go Auto's the big one here in town that has his face on everything with like catchy slogans but i just think that'd be like one of the coolest parts too because new balance also had a trolling billboard in oakland right for king of the north is here yeah yeah that's cool that's interesting that they would do that ad alienating people in the Bay. Like New Balance doing a King of the North is here. Yeah. That's like risky advertising. Yeah. I think so, but I think it, what but you're it looks, doing... But everyone knows, I think I think where they're really smart is everyone knows that everyone outside of Golden State is cheering for the Raptors because they want to dethrone Golden State. So I think that's a great, uh, considering how the attention's focused, I think better to alienate a small population to appease the masses sure but there's like the there's a train of thought like corporate speak that's like don't alienate anyone don't make that ad just make a shoe ad and put it up there right like it's a bit cheeky it's good no no yeah, i like yeah, it no, I like i'm it. saying it's like it's good like it's a cheeky thing yeah. just to piss off a market saying that you're coming in well it's just like our dream right to put up uh ads in calgary ads, ads in calgary if we play them in the playoffs that's our dream Graham chuck can i tell you a secret about the apple time story it's fake the the part of it that's fake is him uh, eating him at a restaurant. So they say that they that he went to a team dinner and he sat down and he just said apple time, and they just <laughs> ate his apples and didn't say another word. <laughs> and so, but well, that's <laughs> what he's like. Yeah, like he just sits well, down. He has a bag of apples. It's a team dinner. Everybody's eating steak and drinking wine, and he sat down and just said apple time. And then just started eating him with a knife and fork. That's cool. <laughs> that, that part was fake, but it stemmed from the real story that he of loves eating red eating. apples. Okay. Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard could be on the spectrum. Like he's like that much of a savant. <laughs> oh, that's that pretty just good. all makes sense. Well, like I mean, it's notoriously known that he never laughs. That he just he has no personality. Well, that laugh he does have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like when he danced the in the locker. Room. Oh yeah, he was he feeling did. it. Yeah, he did. did you see him walking to his press conference? I mean, maybe people didn't see this, but. Man, those guys' body after the game and the adrenaline comes down, they look like they are in rough shape. Like every single one. He sat down. He needed like all this support. He sat down like he had just ran 10 marathons and his body was aching. But, I mean, that's what it would be like after the season, what it takes to win a championship, I guess. And, I mean, the hockey bro always is like, oh, basketball players are so soft and all that. But I feel like what a lot of people who maybe have never played basketball don't understand is – like running is so hard like 42 yeah. minutes of sprinting around that basketball <laughs> yeah. court is like on a totally different level than I, they're both incredibly difficult but like giving her for 35 seconds in a shift in the stanley cup finals running over guys that takes a ton out of you but i i really think sometimes the hockey fan disrespects how difficult it is to have to run up and down that court and like be sprinting like Kawhi played like 42 minutes in that last game like that's yeah. insane to log 42 minutes of running at that level and then everything else that goes into it um anyways we're gonna step aside here we'll continue this after the break after a word from japa have you got holes to dig earth to pack and roads to build then you need to call japa machinery group does your equipment need a service yeah can't fix stupid but here at japa machinery group we can fix everything else with a full range of parts to keep your equipment running smoothly japa machinery group is a family operated and alberta grown business here to help build a bigger and better Western Canada. Give us a call or visit us at JappaMachinery.com. Jappa Machinery Group. Join the family. Welcome back. Episode 126, Nation Real Life. Wanye, Jay, Bag Milk. I'm your M. Chuck. And, okay, during the break, Chalmers, we were talking. Yeah, I'm coming right at you here. Okay, fine. 
we were talking about the traditions in different sports of how they handle hand out trophies and stuff. Obviously, hockey, they give it to the captain. No other sport does that. They do it to the owners. Hockey fans hate that. I'm a guy who's very open to all four major sports, mm-hmm. but I don't like that it goes to the owner either. Okay, well, I... So the three major sports that do it are football, basketball, and baseball. Mm-hmm. The owners come down with the with the group that owns a team, and I believe that they should get the trophy first. The fact of the matter is, is they're the ones putting up all the risk. Nothing happens without them spending the money. The Kawhi Leonard trade doesn't happen. The deal doesn't happen unless the owner says yes. The owners in most franchises that don't want to win championships are there just to make a buck. And those guys that do win championships, that put themselves on the risk, that put their own money at risk, they deserve to have the trophy first. They're the ones that have been there Longer than the players in most cases. They've been there longer than any of those players. They had to help build that team. They had to get directors in place. They had to get general managers in place. They are the main consistent factor of that team in the long, long term. Therefore, if they, you know, if they don't do some of the things that they do and put guys like Masai Ujiri in place, who then goes and makes a trade that makes everybody mad and gets rid of DeMar DeRozan and brings in Kawhi Lowry. You know, he has to agree to pay this guy that much money. Why shouldn't he? He's risking everything, you know, his partners. When he goes and sits on the board and with, with the, what's their, what's their group called that owns? MLSE. MLSE. So he has to sit there. He's the chairman. He has to sit there and sell this to everybody. Like, yeah, he's got a lot of stake in it and he's mm. setting you know he's setting everything he's doing everything that has to do with the arena he's setting you know they're setting pricing they're they're running the whole business on the whole why doesn't he deserve to have the trophy first you know just because he didn't play the game well you know without him and without him being putting all that stuff in the structure there is no team in that town there is no game so why doesn't he deserve it you're you're making a very compelling case but i don't agree with you why because everything you said is right. But me as a fan, I want to see the captain of the team take... Because remember, this is an entertainment business, right? It's about appeasing the audience who does come in to pay for the crazy high beer prices that you and your board set. That you know made all the acquisitions and whatnot. We're the ones footing the bill, essentially, right? We're the ones... We're the eyeballs that get the big TV deals and all that shit. So I feel, you know, from the entertainment point of view, if we actually look at this as entertainment... I don't fucking give... I, I don't identify with Larry Tenenbaum. Like, what is he going to say that's going to get me so jacked up? Like, I want to see Kawhi take that trophy and fucking raise it up. Or like how um, Petrangelo got to hold it up. Those are like the... Those are the marketable, uh, lifetime uh, captured moments that sell the sport. Like, I'm thinking last year when Ovi won the cup, seeing him go up and get it for the first time... If it had gone through the owner first, and then that would have eliminated. Yeah, dilutes it. But there is a time. It's not like the owner goes and takes this big long parade around the ice. Like in all three of these major sports, but but there's like three to five minutes get killed that are literally like sitting in a library. Because it's like a presentation. Entertainment wise, it's terrible. It's terrible, dude. It's a presentation of the of the person. And uh, Mr. Tandabov, you could sign here for the release of the the trophy. trophy. Uh, Here is is your team. You are the representative of of your team. You are the owner of this team. You've been here the longest. Here is your trophy. They usually say, thank you very much, and bring up the coach or bring up like the Not star Not right player. away. They have a speech, and they, and they, and they go through their, their, their rounds, no, they and they don't. think, yeah, they do. How much did you hear from Larry Tamenbaum? He just he thanked talked. the chair. He, he talked for like 30 seconds. No, it was probably a little bit longer than that, but he does go through and thank everyone. You're right. There's if a time and a place for the owner, but I think right there in the heat of the moment, I think it's a buzzkill. 
Yeah, like for me, I'm all about the moment in sports. Not even as a fan, but someone who just enjoys all of them. Like I'm all about the big moment. Ovi with the cup. That was such a good moment. You think back like Crosby getting the cup for the first time. All those veterans who like had it all the, or grinded out all those years and they finally get the cup. Like the Blues this year going right to Jay Bowmeister. Like that was cool. And to me, when you go to the owner, I agree with everything you We're said. We're delaying this moment by like two minutes. You understand? I know, but, like, but, still, but, it, but it still means a lot. To, uh, to me, it means to me. a lot to give it to an owner who, without him, and like at this point in Edmonton, let's just say Daryl Cates didn't step up, and the and and let's just say in a fucking far off land that we lost that team, right? He was he's the most important person to our team at this point. He deserves for his risk and now to reap his reward, which is get up there. No, no, his reward the is the, the fact that his franchise value time. went up $500 mm-hmm. million. That's the real win where they're in their boardroom yes. doing fucking cartwheels you, and high fives. That's okay. how they get compensated. I agree. Well, and those owner, owners that don't want to win championships most likely aren't the ones that are standing up on stage getting the championships because to, to win a championship, you have to take risks. You have to make sacrifices. Like guys like Robert Kraft, you know, he's, he says, Bill Belichick, cut whoever you want. I'll, I'll trust you. You know what I mean? I believe that a guy like that should get to go up there and get his trophy. I think their reward is getting the trophy forever. When it's all said and done, after your players have enjoyed it and your employees have enjoyed it, then as the boss, when it's a week later, you get to grab the trophy, you get to put it in your office, and there you go for the next yeah. I think we'll be waiting year. a long time for an owner of a, one of those three major sports in mm-hmm. a team to say, you know what, give it to my players first, I'll take it last. You will. It won't happen, and the reason if and I'm just saying that there's a lot of owners in the NHL that if they would could be down on ice level at the exact moment, and Gary Bettman was to say, "Hey, you come grab it," they'd come grab it. They would. And so, like, the it's Stanley just, Cup also weighs like 120. Pounds. Yes, it's super cool that the first person that gets to go get it in hockey is the captain, and he lifts it up and he brings it over to the guys that represent what it took to get there, even if they aren't a star player. I love that too, but I also really like a guy who's owned a team for 15 years and they were fucking awful for 10 but he did the right things to put the right things in place over the long term to get rewarded with grabbing the trophy first because he's the owner of the team you know what i mean i, I hey I, I, everything like, you're I saying know you're isn't gonna, wrong. i know you're gonna celebrate like just even an owner of any company that gets an award like i know that you're the face of the company you've got to go get the trophy and i know you're you want to share it with everybody, but unfortunately, you're the owner. You're the most important person in the franchise. You have to go get the trophy. Go get your trophy. You know, that's just my opinion. I'm probably I'm probably going to get killed on this. And you, there's five people in this room, and four of them are against me in this moment. But hey, that's just the way I think. Like it's I, I like I said, I don't disagree with anything you're saying. Their hard work goes I, solely unnoticed a lot of the time. That's all. You're not wrong. <laughs> okay, like, well then. a very diluted debate. Like, like well, but uh, it's it's your, your case. But you want every that point moment you have is that. right. But I, it's it's. I, but I, when I go back to like sports is entertainment, and you want to sell the, the like players. Selling, I saw you. I saw you get jersey. really big on his portion of where you know you got to sell your marketable assets by giving them the trophy first. Well, they get it in like four more minutes. Like when they gave it to Kyle Lowry, but, but, put but, it up. But, like, but why couldn't the, it be the? It but the moment. The moment is a little bit tarnished because. It's it is the first unveiling that's the most powerful. And I would be powerful. fine if it was inverse. I would, but I just don't have a problem with the way it is. The way other people have a problem with the way it is. The whole thing, the reason this started was people on Twitter saying, "I don't want to see the owner get the trophy first. and that's just them saying, "I don't want to see that." The fact is, is this is their tradition. I don't have a problem with their tradition. What I care if, like, and what I care if Kawhi Leonard came up and got it. If some owner sat in the back and was just like, "Got it last," 
I would not care, but I also can respect the tradition that they have. I have no fucking problem with it. So all these people that get up on their soapboxes all of a sudden now and are like, oh, the owner shouldn't have the trophy first. Well, I just don't understand where that's coming from. Like, why all of a sudden now? Why all of a sudden now is this a huge deal that the owner gets the trophy first? Because it doesn't make any sense to me. It's probably because the Stanley Cup was awarded the night before, so it was really fresh in everyone's mind. And, and that's and, very and, and, good. And, and, that's a and good it's point. also Canadian. You're seeing Canadians people, uh, Canadians talk about it who have ne- we've never won an NBA title, so we're pretty unaware of the whole process. Yeah. Speaking of trophies, I want to go ahead and give a shout out to our friend Trevor Savage. Have you seen this tattoo on yet? Oh, have I seen this tattoo? I posted about it first. Sweet Lord. Not only is there... There's a screenshot from his story that I took. Unbelievable. Not only is there legends on there, Chalmers, we were talking about it before, it is... He's got both Roly and Cujo on there. Yeah. And right in the middle, right below the bicep, an Oilers Nation logo. Yeah, it is so... It's really well done. It it's is a, a great it's tattoo. It's a really good tattoo. It, it's like... When Wanye DM'd it to me, I almost couldn't believe it. It's a sick tattoo. Like quality, you, of the tattoos. Unreal. Well, when you guys when you guys s- s- put it on the group and you were like, "Did you see the nation tattoo the guy th- that the guy has on his arm?" I immediately was like, "Oh God!" Like it. W- like what is this going to be? It's if it's just an Oilers Nation logo, like that's cool. But holy smokes, that's that's bold of you to get. But it's like a whole Oilers collage. Like mm-hmm. it's yeah, which. And and it has the nation logo in it, and the go like it's just it's it's really well done. The guy did a good job in designing that. Two of the most iconic saves in Oilers history, too. Roly with the big one on Jonathan Chichu. He's the got playoffs. the actual saves. It's the pose. I can tell. Well, I was in humble brag. I was at the game. <laughs> Rexall plays. We want to talk about Rexall here right away, too. But he's got that one. And then he's got Cujo's diving save. Good God! And the five banners. I'm looking at a little video he posted. I, I was chatting with him on Facebook because he was super appreciative that we posted it. Mm. And he did a little kind of video showing all of it. And he said, "There's still a little bit of work left to be yeah, done." That's a screenshot from that video. There's some dope Oilers tattoos this summer. That Gretzky tattoo that guy got done. Oh yeah. man! Woo! I didn't see this. What? What is it? He's got like an unbelievably detailed Gretzky tattoo from a tattoo artist that flew in to do it. What's Gretzky doing in the tattoo? Just like an old 80s photo with a Jofa bucket on and his hair is coming out the little holes. Like yeah. it is if you were gonna get, vivid. If I was going to get a, gro- a Gretzky tattoo, I'd get like just like the statue, but like with the jersey tucked in and just him kind of like with the cup at an angle. Uh, I'd, I'd go with the Playgirl pose. Yeah, the pee the bag yeah. underwear oh, he's the wearing. one where he's... Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're sitting in those little shorts? Yes. That's what I'd go with. That'd you know what nice. I found in my basement the other day? I don't know if I've told you guys this, but I found a 7-Up poster from like 1984 of... The one where Gretzky's coming and he skates, he's skating towards the poster, obviously, and then he stops. He's stopping, and all the snows up, flying it says up. Seven up, like, and it says seven w- up. It says catch the feeling or something like that, and it's like in mint condition. Can this we have that for the beautiful. podcast studio? Well, I want to like frame it first. Like, it's not like I don't always want to put, put it in the up studio. Thumbtacks. Well, of course, yeah. I mean, okay, I okay, okay. I got like a bunch of stuff that I found in this thing. Okay, let's talk about this. I want to talk cool. about some shit now. That you had your chance to talk about basketball. Yeah, you looked super happy about all that. Fuck, it's riveting. We're working on the podcast studio, Charles. <laughs> yes. I know this is the second summer in a row, but the contractors <laughs> are down in the basement of Little Brick right now. Yes. They overtook our project. They yes. They built a full, like, subterranean prep kitchen for Little Brick. Yes. They've built a Nation Gear storage room. And inside the storage room, at the back of the back of the back, it's going to be like a hidden door. Mm-hmm. You go through the hidden door, and we've got ourselves about 500 square, 350 to 500 square feet, somewhere in there. A podcast studio space. Mm-hmm. So, first of all, we went today 
And we got two chairs from Rexall. Yeah, so you bought two of the stadium chairs when they were selling them. The top online. one, the nosebleeds. The, yes. nose, the nosebleeds. Yeah. Yes. So you went there to pick them up. Party there. seats. I missed the gallery, man. That was great. Oh. Yeah. I wanted to so get they're a, the light blue ones. Yeah, I wanted the yeah. seats that someone yeah. had seen a cup in. I don't want no 1996 upgrade seats. How do you know what year they were put in? Because I remember everything about the Oilers. Okay, but so do you know what year they were put Those in? Those are the ones? original 1976 seats. There was red ones in the really? lower bowl. And then they were there the from 1976 yeah. to the day the place And then there's closed. lower bowl ones they replaced. And then they did like gallery seats for the, like the first five or six rows in the upper bowl. Yeah. Those yeah. are a different seat. And yeah, then yeah. there's the blue seats. We have the upper blue seats. Yeah. What numbers did you get? Five and six. Five and six. Hmm, okay. So yeah. the... That's, that's coming. So when you come to watch a podcast, go down the cool podcast studio, sit in, in Rexall chairs. That's yes. rad. My question is these things, I don't know why, but like if you imagine, they're not mounted to the floor. Yeah. They're mounted from the side and they have to be like mounted against the wall. And they're mildly heavy. Mildly heavy, but obviously. No, like they're super heavy. They look really rock. fucking heavy. Mildly heavy. Yeah, and mildly gross at the moment, but we'll make. We can't clean. <laughs> and that so off. these things used to be. Bolted. You want to clean that off, buddy? There's like grease and grime and shit from the arena. We leave that on there. This is a museum piece. Oh wow! You'll what? be cleaning no Civil War scabbard that you picked up off the battlefield, drenched in blood. I mean, you might want to clean them. It's kind of gross. Okay. Well, you know what? You probably okay, well, took listen. all the tags off your beanie babies too. <laughs> and yeah, and now yeah. you have no valuable beanie babies because you took all your tags off. We're talking about grease. Yeah, but cup grease. First of all, these things were actually bolted to like the riser of the concrete. So, yeah. like in the stadium, it was built like a set of stairs, into the just rise, long rises run. and long runs, yeah. right? And so, you bought the ones that bolted into the side of a fucking wall. Yeah, the good ones. Yeah. The other the ones bolted with. into the floor, which Correct. is super easy to do. Yes, you bought the ones that bolted into the wall. Well, I didn't build Rexall. And we have in downstairs and go. Hold on, boys. Hold on. Mount that to the rise. No, but just listen. You have the wall that you want to mount them downstairs is a brick wall built in 18 nope. fucking 92. No, 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 no. There's the wood walls that they've reframed. Okay. So we get to mount these into wood. Yes. At least. We're at not least. doing it into no. the brick no, no, wall. No, no, That'll fuck the brick up. Yeah, you know it'll fuck everything at all up. about brick and chair maintenance? <laughs> yes, Shit. I do. A lot more than you, and that's why I would have bought the ones that went down to the ground. <laughs> Look, if you, the ride, if you want to sit around until we brought them brought back to Little Brick, I was like, oh, fuck, you got to screw these into you the wall. You didn't notice as you were like looking at the no, seats? No, because I, I was too busy taking videos inside Rexall. See, and I saw if the video wanted... of how they were all being stored. Yeah. Not with a lot of care. Well, like, well, walk us walk us through it. How it works? Yeah, yeah. Tell us. Well, you show up with your piece of paper that you purchased the the chairs online. You say here, and, and then they go. They go on a the little yeah, door, like, and they're just on like, a little like uh, what are those uh, fucking things? Not skid steers. Um, anyways, a pallet mover thing, like yeah, automated pallet jack, pallet jack. Yeah, and they go zip around, pick it up, and 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 bring it out. Um, but yeah, it's just like a sea of seats, and on the right is the premium, and on the left is the nosebleeds, like we got. <laughs> If and you then, want to, and then, and then the the opening to the rink is there, and the score clock is down on on ice level, I guess, or cement level, and you can just see vacant Rexall with like the, the seats taken out of it. It's almost worth buying seats just to be able to go see that. Yeah, it was it was neat. And we'll buy two more seats. We'll put them down in the studio. Kind of sad. Two hundred dollars for a set. Yeah, of, go get two more, and we'll put them downstairs beside it. Maybe the ones that's the same the floor. one. Like yeah, okay, yeah. so blue, just upper listen. blue. Yeah, yeah, no, but. So did you order like a five and a six? No, no. You just, you just, you, so you, you just say, I got upper the ones. The premium or the upper ones. And when and he then, brings them to you, you just say, okay, thanks. Or yeah, can yeah, you yeah, say, like these shit. ones fucking yeah. I probably, if I was paying attention and known, maybe would have seen if we could have got ones that screwed to the floor. 
but it was so. But low. he wants no, the no, ones no, that look, say yeah, the cops. If you so. want to witness the cops that like saw Marius Cherkovsky play, you can have an end call a Nazi. <laughs> I want the ones that saw cops. Oh yeah, but call I'm sure friends, I'm on, sure man. they have Such a the weird cup thing to be so ones set that screwed to the floor. No, the the cup winning ones that screwed to the floor would have been the lower bowl, and those were all removed. in But like, I've seen photos of the blue ones like ours that screwed to the floor. I, I'm pretty sure I've seen photos of. There's a there's a three pack. They they put them all next to each other. And the, I think two sets of them screwed to the floor, and then one set had to be sitting on its side because those oh. are the ones you bought. You yeah. should go get more towers. If you do, I'll pay you back for them. Well, like, and put them downstairs? Yeah. So, so would we seats. sit them, like, right next to each other so they were all four along the wall? Like, I will. But I would like to get, yeah, like, in a, a row. Like, a, like, a three, four then. Sure. Like, when yeah. people sit, or, or seven, eight. Or seven eight, but when people sit on the, I like being next to the, I like being on the aisle. Okay, fair I enough. Get a little fair enough. <laughs> Remember, boys, when people come I don't in, like being in the middle and they, of, and they sit, and they sit and watch the podcast, or they watch the videos being made and shit. Sitting in those chairs is cool. It's good to go to. And so where for do you go to buy them? Like, what's the site? What's the site? Uh, it's really weird. I'm sure if I just Googled, I mean, yeah. like Rexall. Yeah, it's some random like sale. auction site, which you're you know scared to give them your information, yeah. but you have to. But it's good to see the building one last time. It was an amazing dump. Yeah. Like it is insane it's, the value of like humans maintaining a place. When you stop that, it goes to shit in a New York minute. Like what's going on over there? Like, it what? looks like zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Like the, the there's weeds in the parking lot and the building's got stains on it and all the ads are removed and when you go into the boss basement, there's like the big piles of chairs that you saw, and like it's a, it's being demolished. Like you you go and get them in like Sad. the old player and it's like the most prestigious place. In the arena where the players would park. Oh, and like enter. right across. Is that right across from, like right on 118th? Yeah. yeah. Right across from the big mural of the rings? Yeah. Which has been taken down Which, and now. And then painted a over in black. black painted wall. Really? I remember my, my beer league team had a chance to play a game there. Well, we ended up playing like four or five because our league just rented it out as like an everyday thing. Because it was cheaper than most of the other Because it honestly was, yeah. Probably. Um, and I remember like taking the ice there for the first time. And I was so excited. But it was after the Oilers had gone and like everything in the building is gone right so you just kind of like cut out there and you looked at all the empty seats and it was like an eerie feeling yeah. down there end of the world shit yeah, yeah it was weird um okay we have like 90 seconds left in the podcast today in the whole thing in the whole thing we're, we're 48 minutes and 30 seconds into this thing so what i wanted to ask you guys since it's draft week i'm big i'm a nerd when it comes to like trade rumors and all that yes. so i'm gonna go around and ask each of you guys because a week from now well you could skip me probably after, after both rounds of the draft someone's going to be gone. Holland is going to make some move. So who do you think is the Oiler that's most likely to be traded? And I'll start with you, one. Yeah. Oh, right off the hop? Right off the hop. Milan right Lucic. Up. I think he's just going to bite the bullet and get the job done. And if it costs a draft pick and a Pooley-Arvey or something, I think he's going to do it. I think he's going to make the hard move. It's not his signing anymore. Whereas I think like Chirelli like, had to really defend that in like, his, his big move was Lucic. So Jay? that's who I'd pick. So I can't pick Lucic? No, if, if you if you got a take on Luch, well, I think I well my my take is well, just hearing and seeing all the rumors of you know the Erickson for Lucic trade, which I'd be comfortable with, or the fact that there's actually been conversations internally in Calgary, as you mentioned, about Neil for Lucic. Yeah, I mentioned that off air. Elliot Friedman had that in his thirty one thoughts that the Calgary Flames had considered moving Neil for uh, Milan Lucic. I would but. take that in a fucking second. Um, uh, but anyways, I'll I'll get off the of Lucic. Uh, I guess I'll probably say Pooley Arvey. Hmm. Bag milk. I'm gonna go. I think Lucic does get traded, but I think it's gonna be after the Oilers pay his bonus on July first. Yeah, agreed. That oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, he gets a big jinx, big old beefy bonus on July first. Well, so well earned, well deserved. It's like eight million bucks or something like that. 
dropped right yeah, into so his like, account. The cash investment for Lucic after July 1st for his remaining term is like really nominal. So easier to move. Yeah, just a bad yeah. cap hit. Yeah, and uh, I'll get it for you exactly here, Chalmers. It is a fresh little... Oh, that's a buyout. <laughs> a six, uh, an $8 million bonus. Oh, boy. Thanks. Courtesy Puckpedia. of Puckpedia. Puckpedia.com. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say it is going to be Chris Russell. The cowboy is going to find a new ranch. That's too bad. I just think it's going to be a cat move. They need to, they need yeah. space, and I think that Chris Russell would actually provide another team with value. Yep. They've got left-handed prospects like Caleb Jones that are coming up. They need a spot. Um, I think the cowboy is going to be the one to go. I think that's very logical. Yeah, Chalmers. I have absolutely no idea because I don't pay attention. Just name an to oiler, not oilers name Connor in June. Um, um, Yarvi. Yeah, I think Pugliari. I believe that he has the most um, um, upside for other teams. Looking at our team. So if I was trying to get a player out of Edmonton, that would probably be the one I would go for because he's a buy low, I think, at this point. Yeah, I'd agree. I think Pugliarvi does get moved, but I, I'll say the most likely is Chris Russell. It's tough because of his no-movement clause, but I'd agree on Chris Russell. Any closing thoughts, boys? I like Chris Russell. I know you like Chris Russell. Come join us at the draft party this <laughs> yeah. Friday. Yeah, draft party Friday. Draft party this Friday. August 29th is going to be the golf tournament as well. So a couple of big dates to put in your calendar, and that's going to do it for us. Nation Real Life episode 126 is done. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.